two days late, but we're not a dollar short. Or however they're saying, oh, a day oh. late and a dollar short. <laughs> but we are not a dollar short. But we are back with another episode of God Damn It's Afro Girl Wonder. I'm your host, Afro Girl Wonder. And I am Ken Ken. Ken Ken with the mess. And we are back for another episode. This is like, what, seven? I think we're like seven episodes in. Yeah, I think seven. It's, it it's seven? six or seven, but I think it's seven. I think we are seven episodes in. And that is just, I'm, I was going to say claps, 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 because I'm really happy that, and I'm loving the feedback that we are getting from y'all. I'm glad that y'all are listening and liking. feeling like T.I. It's dedication. <laughs> okay, Tilk. <laughs> Queen of the South. Okay. Oh, let me make sure my phone volume off. Okay. But we got some stuff to talk about today, y'all. Like, I'm not even going to set the game. I'm excited about what I talk about because I got opinions on this shit. Like, I got opinions. And so, we just jump in there. I'm going to start. We're going to start something small because it wasn't really that big. But the whole Offset Cardi B Nicki Minaj thing um, on Twitter. This is news to me, sis. I, this is my first hearing about it. But. Y'all, like, Offset kind of came for Nicki. Because y'all know Nikki's like the queen of throwing like little subliminal shots and then acting like she ain't did shit. And Offset is a real nigga. Like, he a real nigga. But um, I screenshotted the no tweets. Because what does no cap mean? They ain't like big facts, basically. Like big facts? Well, I ain't lying. Like, this is the truth. But I've been wondering. Because all I keep seeing everywhere is no cap. I mean, that's what... um. Well, no, nah, that's not exactly what, uh, what's his name? What's the other Migo name? Take off. Yeah, that's not exactly what he said, like, about Nicki Minaj, but I was just referencing that. But, yeah, like, I mean, it just facts, like. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, um, no cap, but, wait, why was I saying no cap? Anyway, <laughs> I screenshot the tweets. Needs to say, I screenshot the tweets because I know how celebrities like to post and delete, and I needed to remember what was said. So, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj tweeted, and she was like, Queen, know your worth. I've been proposed to three times, asked by four boyfriends to have their child, being emotionally, mentally, or physically abused just to crack a, a fake smile on the gram and show off a ring is not happiness. Being cheated on, humiliated, belittled for the gram. Know your worth. You were a queen before him, you'll be a queen after him. He can't make or break you. Being equally yoked is what you should strive for. Spirituality is key. Once your spirit can soar on its own, then you are ready to allow him the privilege of your time. Like, and then, oh, and then she said, having men treat you like dog shit because they're famous or have money is the new era we live in. Word to the gram. Arguing with other women while defending your abuser is the new era. Word to the gram. And a lot of people just took that as, like, subliminal shots against Cardi B. Because, you know, Offset done been caught a couple times cheating on her. And, you know, she be out here arguing with bitches, but she never really go off on her man. Like, shit like that. So, I guess Offset felt like it was about him, too. And he tweeted, which I screenshotted his tweets. But he definitely deleted them, so I'm glad I did. But um, his first tweet said, miserable, with the crying emoji. And he was like, a lot of people want to be happy like me and wifey, but they not. Since we met, motherfuckers been hating. Everybody got an opinion. God bless America. A lot of evil out here. A lot of hate. No love. Shit crazy. And so everybody took that as his response to Nicki Minaj. And I just feel like, with Nicki, I feel like she sends shots. All the fucking time. But she try to put all this sweet and flowery shit around mm-hmm. it to try to make it be like, I'm just saying the truth or trying to be like nice. Like woman empowerment or women empowerment shit. But it's like, I'm, I mean, I want to say that that's what she trying to do with it because, I mean, she's supporting her album, which is Queen or whatever. Yeah. But it's just like, sis, I don't know. Like, that's what I'm saying. Really sne- you, she seemed like really shysty to me. Yes. I don't know. She just sends off that vibe. And I don't want, like... 
don't, I don't to want that, to but... think that she's shysty, but it's like, it's just like, mm, I have to side out you because something about you just ain't something it ain't right. Been right ever since she turned into Roman. Like, I don't know what it is. It's just something about Nikki. She seemed like that girl, like that mean girl. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know, but she fucked with the wrong one. Offset tired of her ass. He tired of her talking shit. Shenanigans. He tired of all of that. He wanted to stop. <laughs> Mm-mm. But I didn't see where Cardi had said anything. Like, and I just want Cardi to be pregnant and just enjoy it and you mask. Know, fuck out of bullshit. Have you seen the I Like It video? I have seen like videos of it on Instagram, but I haven't. Yet I've so seen how it's so cute. It's it so Spanish, and she looked just so. Sp- it's the so cute. And everything. Yes, like, the colors, Cardi. That was cute. That was really, really cute. Like I was proud of Cardi watching that video. Like Cardi B done came away. Like she yes. done came away. What's T sis? And I feel like that's why Nikki hate. Cause Cardi B done came away. She stayed true to herself. From the bottom. Like, like and she's still like Cardi fucking B. Like. I don't say anybody can handle Cardi B. But, um, yeah, that was just our little quick, little quick some some real quick. <laughs> little quick some some real quick. And we can actually slide that off into, like, Nikki homeboy Drizzy. Like, that's the big shit, I guess, right now. Drake and Pusha T. So, Candy, what you thinking about Drake and Pusha T? Well, the story of, what is it? Adidon. Adidon. Like, I don't know. He Pusha T went, he definitely went for the jugulars. Like, he was not playing any games with Drake. And I just, I mean, all of it was facts. And I don't think Drake has ever been afraid to come out about his story. But it's just like the way Pusha T came. It was like, I'm going to hurt your feelings, nigga, because you done tried me. But did, didn't he say something about his baby mama? Drake said something about his baby mama. And I think Pusha T said something like Drake put out who his fiance was or yeah. something. But, sis, I don't know. What you think? I just, I mean, okay, so I ain't going to say I've only listened to the story of Adidon. Like, I ain't listened to none of Drake stuff or nothing. And basically how I feel is, like, Pusha T was trying to hurt that nigga's feelings. Like, you know how some people, when they do disses, they just say shit that's kind of funny, but, like, I ain't gonna just hurt your feelings. Like, Pusha T got real fucking personal, I think. Like, when he brought up Drake daddy leaving him and his mama never being married and all of that shit, I was like, whoa. Like, okay, fam, you big mad. And, like, the stuff Pusha T was saying, like, that was a diss record. Like, that was a diss yeah. record. But what I will say about it, um, I personally, like, it's not something I ever have to listen to again. Like, when Drake put out Back to Back, like, that shit, it had you, like, damn meek, damn meek. Like, the shit but you saying can listen to it all the record. time. Like, yeah, like, it's something I'll still listen to now. But I feel like that, I just listen to it to hear you know what he said, and then I don't have to do it anymore. And that's not to say Pusha T isn't a better rapper than Drake, mm-hmm. but I would say as far as song making, like hit maker, yeah. I, Drake has him be. What's the last song Pusha T? You don't need to move that though. But I, that's the last song I remember him in. Um, what's that song? Oh, that was Young Nigga Move That Dope. Um, that I'm thinking about when he he was on a good music song, a song that had all them on it. It was like Kanye, Two Chains, uh, Pusha T. Kanye Shrug, I don't know, sis. Damn, Pusha T been on some. He was on a song with Tiana Taylor. Maybe it's the liquor. Maybe it's the oh, song. Was that him? Yeah, that was Pusha T. Oh. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. And somebody brought up the point. What happened to his brother? Brr, what happened to that boy? You remember, it used to be two of them. I never knew. 
when he was in clips. The you know that song I was just talking about. I don't know his discography. But you know the song I'm talking about. The what happened to that boy? No. How young are you? I forget how young nah. you are every time until we get to recording. You say something like Kennedy. How young are you? But the song with the clip, bro. You know that song. If it wasn't copyright, I would play the mother. I would play it right now. But it's you remember he's like what happened to that boy? And he's like you know I was, he was talking shit. I put a clap into that boy. Some shit like that. Well, it was him and his brother was the group Clips. Mm-hmm. And I had forgot that Pusha T had a brother in the Clips. I had forgot about all that. And when all this was going on, so I was like, where is his brother? So I had to look it up. His brother is the rapper No Malice. Never heard of him. God damn. Okay. On another note, Pusha T still has braids. He, I watched his thousand. Breakfast Club interview and I was like, oh, <laughs> Like, and it's not even a bad thing that he still have braids because ASAP. ASAP make that shit look good, but he's like a great value. But version. it just looks like it's the way he looks like the girl from what is the name of that? No, he like the Julio. Polar Express with the with the ponytail. That's what he looks like. With his, he looks like Snoop from The Wire. He looks like Coolio <laughs> from his shit start falling out. No, Coolio, his did something different, but push I'm talking about the way Pusha T just like stuck out. No, they're not flat. They just not cute. They not cute. He's not cute. Okay. Pusha T, he's not ugly. Next. If he had a fade. But anyways. <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, that, I think his diss was, I think it was hard. But it don't have no replay value. And it really wasn't bars. It was really just him talking shit about Drake. Like, that's all. It was like no real wordplay type shit. It was just him like, your daddy don't love you. Your mama never got married. <laughs> got pre- a porn star pregnant. Like, just going, you Mitch, you don't know if you black. Like, he was just doing a whole bunch of that. It wasn't really just bars, just, I'm gonna talk shit about you and every fucking but thing. But I mean, it, the lyrical content, like, he, I don't know, I feel I like I feel like he was just joning the nigga for five minutes. <laughs> just like, fuck your shoes and that damn thing. I mean, that's what on. Remy Ma did to Nicki. Fuck Nicki Minaj. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, my. <laughs> y'all, this face. Y'all gotta see. But, but no, no, when um no when Remy did that diss to Nikki, she had bars. That first one, I didn't listen to that second one. That when she tried to back, it sounded like she was just spitting out different facts about Nicki Minaj. But her ass was leaking. But I don't know, it was her wordplay, like the way she strung the words together. Like but the no, it didn't sound used. like together with the beat. Yeah, it did. What song were you listening to? Play it. Copyright. What song were you listening? What song were you listening to? Fuck Nicki Minaj. I don't even remember that part. <laughs> it was in the beginning, bro. When the song first when the song first started coming on, it's like Doo. You talking about Sheether? Yes. Fuck Nicki Minaj. Like <laughs> stop looking at me like that. Like for real. Well, I don't remember that part. <laughs> um, think I'm back and listen what to was it? we talking about? Push the T. Push the T. But the only thing that Came out of all this that I was really concerned about was Drake Hope Blackface picture. What did you think when you saw it? I mean, it caught me off guard a little bit, but I can't say I cared about this deep enough to even care about Drake and Blackface. Like, but see, for me, like when I seen it, I was like, "What the fuck, Drake?" 
But in my mind, I was like, but Drake wouldn't do this. Like, I don't know. I I was rooting for him because I was like, everybody was trying to cancel Drake and shit. But I was like, there's a very good reason. Like, I know Drake would not do this. Drake, there's a very good reason why he got blackface on. So when he came out with the reasoning, which I screenshotted that. for, like, one of the filming roles he did. Yeah, I thought it was something artistic. I was like, he did a movie or something. And sure enough, he said, I know everyone is enjoying the circus, but I want to clarify this image in question. This was not from a clothing brand shoot or my music career. This picture is from 2007, a time in my life where I, w- I was an actor and I was working on a project that was about young black actors struggling to get roles, being stereotyped and typecast. The photos represented how African Americans were once wrongfully portrayed in entertainment. Me and my best friend at the time, Mazen Elsidig, who was also an actor from Sudan, were attempting to use our voice to bring awareness to the issues we dealt with all the time as black actors at auditions. This was to highlight and raise our frustrations with not always getting a fair chance in the industry and to make a point that the struggle for black for black actors had not changed much. And when he said it, I was low-key, it made me like the pictures when I knew what they was representing because I felt him. Mm -hmm. Like, black people as actors and stuff like that, we haven't moved too much far past the minstrel minstrel shows or how America look at us. Like, we only good if we can entertain them. Right. Like, if we can play basketball or we can rap or whatever, we only good if we can entertain them. And so that actually made me like Mm -hmm. the pictures that Drake did. Or whatever. With that whole context behind him. But without the context, I was like, nigga, what? Yeah. Do you think Pusha T is just going too far? Especially with, like, some of the stuff that he said in the song. And talking about 40, like... That, when he said that about 40, I was like, that is fucked up. Like, because that's some real shit. Like, that man is really sick. Like, And not what? even just that. What about, like, the whole... Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown cracked out bathroom picture that he did for and the that's with his disrespectful album he said that wasn't his decision though that was he Kanye's, that was Kanye's but at the same time don't you, you don't got that much control over your shit like yeah. to say I don't want to do this like that's disrespectful you had to agree with it and that shit had me side eyeing Kanye like you a weird motherfucker Kanye. I don't know what the fuck he got I don't know where your head is cause you know the doctor that killed his mom or that gave her the plastic surgery that resulted in her dying, he gonna have his face as his album cover when it come out this month. Hell. Oh, I don't know where this is going, but Kanye Lord. And you know, Snoop Dogg said it best though. Kanye don't have no black women in his life, man. That's, Get your shit together. I agree with him. Like, I don't care about Kim Kardashian being his wife and she not black, but he don't have no black, like his mama gone. Like, you need a auntie, a cousin, or somebody that For can real? pull you to the side and be like, nigga, too far. Like, you took it too far. And I feel like that's why Kanye really out here fucking up. Because the women in his life is hard. They don't understand that shit. Like, they don't get that. They're not going to get that. They exploit black people. They are not in the... Like, no. Hell no. They are for self. And building that family. And so it's just like... I just feel bad for him. I just... He need a hug from a black woman. Like, Charlamagne was not lying. He need a big, strong church woman grandma hug from a black Mm. woman like cause he would not be doing half of this shit if he had one in his life I don't even know if Kanye would be receptive to that right now cause he just he off in the deep I think he would I think all of this is like a fucking cry for help you think so I think Kanye is you think he's really in the sunken place I do I think he really off his fucking rocker because there is a difference between being different and being just 
a fucking antagonist, like wanting attention, like look at me, look at me, like I I'm just going to be different, like I have to be different type shit. Cause when Kanye first came out, he was different, but he was himself, mm-hmm. like he was just regular, but he was different, and he still had great ideas and still thought outside the box and did all of these things. But I think he just done got so fed on his ego and not having anybody to kind of guide him and keep him in check right. that he just is having this God complex, but it's all from some mental illness that he is suffering from and he just wants attention and wants help. And everybody, like, he just got a whole bunch of yes men. And it's damn near like a cult. The, um, the whole, with his mom's charity and have you been seeing it? I had heard about it, but I don't know exactly what was happening. What was happening? I don't remember. That's why I was asking you. I mean, oh. I know a snippet of it, but I just seen where Kim was just going back and forth with the guy or whatever that supposedly mm-hmm. is over it now. So I don't know, but I just feel like yeah, she really that just made me want to piggyback on what you were saying about her being a yes man because I don't know, like Kim is just not. She's not she's that not woman. And she's just going to continue to just be like, yeah, baby, yeah, baby, like, whatever, just to feed this ego of his or just, like, to keep, like, keep him in that certain place. But, no, like, he need a woman that's going to be like, no. Like, nigga, no. Like, that's... Like, sit the fuck down. Let, let me explain to you why what you're doing is wrong or why this is too much or why you shouldn't do this or why you shouldn't say this. Like, he don't have that. Because Kim is more concerned about him anyway to just really be there and support her man and really help guide him through this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, the important... I don't think people realize the importance of having a strong black woman in your life. Like, especially for black men. So nurturing. Like, like, it's something you need. Like, you need that. And it don't have to be your wife, like a mom. Like I said, a mama, an auntie, a cousin. Like, a strong black woman in your life that is gonna help keep you together. Because that's what the fuck we do. Like, we don't even, you know, know how to do it. Like, we just born doing it. Y'all help us find a strong black woman for Kanye. He, he, he need, need one. Michelle and if anybody Obama. wants to find... I'm going to say Michelle, hug that man. Oprah, hug that man. Iyanla, hug that man. Hug him, girl. Hold him in your bosom, as she would say. Like, hold, like, hug that man. Queen Latifah. Like, somebody hug that man. Where's Felicia Rashad? <laughs> Felicia Rashad and Debbie Allen hug that man. Like, for real. The black Aunt Viv hug that man. Not the black Aunt Viv. You took it there. The black Florida Evans hug that man. Okay, y'all. Like, I'm just thinking about all these black women, like, they just need to, he need a group hug, like, oh, I want to hug Kanye right now, and just be like, I'm just a strong black woman in training, but come here, like, please just come here and let me help you fix it, because I have got to the point, I don't dislike Kanye, mm-hmm. but like, it's just, I just know he could be better yeah, than what right. he is, I just know he could do more, and I just, I just be like, woo, I want to be like, woo, woo, woo. Like, woo, woo, woo. Like, Sinclair, hug that man, Sinclair James. Hug that man. Like, I'm sitting here just like, I don't know if I feel the spirit. Like, Kanye, I am sending you hugs right now. Like, I'm trying to channel all the best energy and hugs to you. Like, 
I just want you to win in the right way, Kanye. Like, I just want you to be the strong black male voice that I know you can be. Like, I'm hugging you. If you ever hear this, Kanye, just know I'm sending you so much good energy right now and trying to hug you so we can fix it. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't went off on a tangent, but I feel it in my spirit right now. Like, I just... Whew, I'm trying to, okay, let me come down, because y'all, some, y'all, while I was doing that, y'all should have been sending him some energy, too, because, oh, boy, I felt that in my spirit. Okay, we got to get off, of, we done got from Dragon Push T to Kanye, but, yeah, okay, we need to go on, whoo, y'all, like you said, let him use you, but, um, speaking of black men that I thought was strong black men, and then, I don't know, the fuck is Morgan Freeman out here doing? <laughs> Morgan Freeman done got to play God in every fucking movie, and he wants to get caught up in some Bill oh, Cosby shit. My lord! But from what I've seen, it's not even him actually physically touching anybody. Right? He's just saying inappropriate things. But I don't. From I don't know. I didn't watch the interview on scene. Did you see it? That was on the news where mm-hmm. those two women. Had, I don't. I didn't watch it, but a lot of people was talking like they got a lot of backlash because. Basically, they was like, y'all came on air to talk about this. like Yeah, like, now I have heard that what it was was something so light. He wasn't yeah. even talking to her. Like, they was just boosting it. But then somebody brought up the fact, I did not know this, that Morgan Freeman and his wife had divorced because he was having an affair with his stepgranddaughter. Oh, oh, hold up. Wait a minute. my juice. Pass me my juice. I need some juice. Because, ma'am... Wait a minute. What did you say? Go down that line again? Morgan Freeman and his wife had got a divorce because he was having an affair with his step-granddaughter, with her grandchild. Ooh, this is popular. I think she was like 21, like 20, 21, maybe 18, like in them early stages. And he was having an affair with her. With her. And they ended up, and they ended up, so this is what the story that I heard. So him and his wife ended up divorcing. He ended up dating the granddaughter. And supposedly she had got pregnant by him, like, quote unquote, but then she had a boyfriend that whole time, and he ended up killing her, supposedly behind Morgan Freeman. If this ain't no Mississippi damn shit, I ain't ever heard it. Lord, <laughs> shut your mouth. Like, girl. for real. When I was, I was like, what the, where the fuck was I at when all of this was happening? Couldn't have been born. Couldn't have been. Like, where the fuck was I at? So, so when they still together? The girl died. Her boyfriend killed her. Oh, you did. Behind that. Morgan Freeman. It's what they say. Cause she was fucking around with Morgan Freeman, and that was her step papa, and her boyfriend, and killed her boyfriend her. killed her, and supposedly she might have got pregnant by Morgan Freeman, oh. and that's why her boyfriend killed her. Oh shit! If this is facts, then Morgan, I, I... that's I'm sorry, I'm the fuck out of you, <sighs> like papa, like no, 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 no. Can't even watch any of my favorite movies with you in it now, huh? I said, can't even watch any of my favorite movies with you in it now. Like, I just, they let you be God, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> and this is how, this is how you, you do it. This, this is how is, you do it. This is how you live your life. This is how you do it. No, I'm just playing. But, for real. Like, I just, but from the video, from what I heard about the video, it really isn't nothing like, he not Bill Cosby, like he not raping mm-hmm. people. He's just saying things. But even still, y'all niggas got to realize y'all can't just say what the fuck y'all want to say. Like, hell no. Hell no. Like, that's out. Like, that's a form of sexual assault, too. Like, when niggas just say off-the-wall vulgar shit to you, like, 
what, nigga? How dare you even put that type of energy out towards me? Like, and Morgan Freeman is from that old school, though, where niggas used to do that, like, back in the day. Like, men just used to say whatever the fuck they wanted to with women, to women. And discos was a thing. And people used to snort coke at the mm-hmm. disco and do all these type of things. But I'm just like... You're not living in that era no more. Okay, it's time to get with the motherfucking times. Get with the motherfucking program. Especially with these women out here. I don't even want to just say white women, but mm, white women. Not even just white women. Women, period. Just women... In general. But like the ones that's been coming out. They're not necessarily white. They're just not black. <laughs> Child. Mm. And regardless of how much we don't think it, there are other races. Okay. <laughs> there are other races. Whatever you said. But, um, yeah, this is some mess. Some mess if I ever heard some. But, um, Morgan, please, please don't. Find don't a do light. Like Bill. Find a light. Please Please tell me you ain't touch nobody, please. Because I can't take another one of y'all going to jail. Lord, if they take Morgan Freeman to jail, I don't know what I'm That's all do. the black pawpaws. Like, because, you know, Bill Cosby, he wasn't a daddy for us. He was more like a pawpaw. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's all the black pawpaws. Bernie Mac gone. Like, I miss Bernie. I miss Bernie. Like, Uncle Bernie. Him downstairs. Bernie Mac fucking gone, bro. Eddie Murphy gone. No, you not. Charlie Murphy gone. I'm sorry, Eddie. Sis, Charlie don't Murphy. Kill that man. Charlie Murphy is gone. Charlie Murphy. But and he really he really looked bad on that last episode of Power. Well, not on the last episode, but on the episode that he played in. Like he looks so sick. I ain't never watched an episode of Power. Uh, the inmates were telling me to get on it though. Yeah, they be it. watching Power at the prison. Uh, what? They got stars. They get it on DVD. Mm. They be watching Power, Game of Thrones, Shameless, all that shit. They living better than me. I don't even know if Power is the right thing for them to be watching up in prison. That's what the hell I said. They ain't doing nothing but giving y'all ideas. But <laughs> They say this. They gonna get out there thinking it's a big rich town for real. I sure hope not. But on to somebody else who needs to go to jail. Roseanne got canceled. Motherfucking canceled. And it's sad because I was excited for Roseanne because growing up, I used to watch Roseanne. I used to be like, look at these white folks. These, these, I don't want to say the word, but these white folks, like these white folks I know. White folks be trying to act like they the other white folks, but mm-hmm. they really these white folks. And so, but I like Roseanne and it's always, she always had some little sleek shit to say, like type shit. But when she made that tweet about that woman being a cross between the Muslim Brotherhood and apes, like who? who and the, the ambient is are? not an excuse, bitch. And ambient tweeted that whoever is over these uh company Twitter accounts, like y'all are hilarious. <laughs> That's five. my dream job to be over the Twitter account for like. And I'm sending you hugs, cause I <laughs> look. Wendy's be coming for everybody. Throw that shade. I love when Wendy's tweet. Wendy's is a bad bitch. I love when she tweets. She be throwing shade at everybody. But yeah, I just. I don't know where white people get get off thinking they can just say shit. Like, why did you even think that was okay to put on the internet? Like, 
she didn't give a damn and she tried to act like she gave a damn a little bit when she got the backlash and the show was canceled but then she tried to flip it after she had got all of these fans that were supporting her and say that it was Wanda Sykes fault that the show was canceled no bitch it was your fault that your the show fault was and I hate and now that you're canceled right and I hate that it's canceled because all the people that came back for the show like people don't realize when they say dumb shit they're not just fucking up they chicks they fucking, fucking up, up everybody else's chick. chick. Like, and I wonder if they could have Roseanne without Roseanne. Or replace Roseanne like they did in Viv. Yeah, but the only difference is like the Roseanne show is Roseanne's yeah. show. So yeah. I feel like they would have to make Roseanne die or something. But I feel like they could still do that and then mm-hmm. Dan get a new wife. Like, it just be Dan and the kids for a while and then Dan start dating. And he end up picking this woman that's kind of just like Roseanne. I think that might that work. But, yeah, like, I just hate that all of them finna... I was excited to see DJ back on TV. Girl, we need to patent that idea. And they had the old Becky on TV. Like, and the new Becky. In the first episode, they had both of them. And when she even came... Didn't she come out and say something about... That doesn't... Darlene she, said oh, that. Because, you know, Darlene is on the talk. She wanted um, to co-host on yeah, the talk. Yeah. But, yeah, Darlene was like, that ain't what everybody else thinks. Which, when Roseanne said it, Darlene was the first person I was wondering, what did she think? Because she's a liberal. Like, she's liberal as hell. So, I was just, I was really interested. But, yeah, Roseanne, Roseanne done did the fucking fool. And they said that Dan was mad. He was pissed. I bet Dan was pissed. canceled my check, bitch. Them people ain't been doing nothing except for, like, Darlene since the damn show been off. Tell me where you done seen DJ and Becky and they, like, what the DJ. fuck have they been doing? Dan done been in a few little stuffs, but it was like little small mm-hmm. roles. Like, what has Dan been doing? Nothing. So, Roseanne fucked up the church's money is what she did. <laughs> she fucked up the whole church's money. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe it. And I just felt like an idiot because here I am. I've been watching all the reruns on Amazon. Ridiculous. I've been watching, the, watching it when it come on TV trying to support your ass. So excited that Roseanne back and, and you, you come with some fuck shit. You think we some monkey Muslims or Planet Muslim monkeys? Like bitch, fuck you. And really, what's it called? The seeds of Islam. They need to run up on her ass. Ain't that what they call the niggas that be with Farrakhan? The seeds of Islam. The niggas <laughs> they have on the khaki suits. You know what I'm talking about with the shades and shit. The yeah. big. The big buff men that be in the suits that be walking with Farrakhan. Think they call it the seeds of Islam. They like his body. I mean, I know what you. I know who you talking about, but I never heard anybody refer to them as that. But never. I mean, I don't really is follow it him the seeds? like that. What is it called? Come on, think about it, girl. I'm. This gonna make me mad. I got some look it up because I don't know, honey. The seeds of Islam. Oh no, it ain't the seeds. <laughs> What is them people called? Um, Farrakhan's bodyguards. <laughs> Are you sure they have a name? They do have a name. It's going to tell me in just a minute. The Hello? fruit of Islam. Uh, I knew good. it was something. Some seeds, some fruit, <laughs> some something. The fruit of Islam. Yeah, them niggas. Y'all need to go find know. Roseanne. Oh, yeah. Y'all need to go find Roseanne. Because that was disrespectful. And they need to put 
in the gorilla cage at the zoo for four hours. And white people be killing me trying to call us monkeys. But really, they the motherfucking Neanderthal motherfuckers. We the real humans. Y'all homo sapiens. Y'all a piece of this (laughs) and a piece of that. But we the monkeys. Oh, okay. Like, white people be trying to kill me. And that's the type of shit that's facts. Like, that's scientific facts. And then y'all got nerds called us monkeys. Well, clearly y'all can't read either. You illiterate motherfuckers. Because, oh, I'm sorry. This is too much. But... Yeah, you going in. <laughs> and it ain't all of y'all. It's just some of y'all. But I don't understand how y'all don't know. And the ones that be knowing and they be understanding, they be like, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's cool. No, you guys aren't monkeys. Like, you know, to tell you the truth, I'm more of a monkey than you. Like, they be understanding. But them fucking biggest, that's why, yeah, not y'all, the biggest be the illiterate motherfuckers. Illiterate motherfucker, monkey motherfuckers. That's what they are. <laughs> I think... We should stop calling black people. Stop associating monkey with black people and start associating with white people. When everybody should say something about a monkey, we should be like, oh, it was a white person. Hmm. You homo sapiens, nigga. I don't even know if that's the right word, so y'all don't come for me. But they homo something else. I think it, I really think it is. We humans, like, we got the the real word, and they got the mixed word. Derived from this big-ass gorilla. What the hell is this bitch doing? They was some neat, they was cavemen. They was from the caucus mountains. (laughs) We was humans. We was the full-fledged thing. We was real women. Yes. Nah, I'm playing. But yeah. So, Roseanne, basically, you're canceled. Literally and figuratively. It's all over for you. And while we sit here running our mouth, we need to go ahead and get into this purge. And we had decided I was going first, I guess. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, this is something y'all that I've been thinking about, um, like, just in conversations that I've been having and stuff I've been seeing, and even kind of piggybacking off what Nicki Minaj said. Even though Nicki Minaj was being petty and kind of subliminally throwing shade at Cardi, what she was saying was not wrong. I don't, what I want to know is, or what I want to talk about is, where did, like, self-esteem and self-love go? Like, what is it that allows certain women to deal with certain shit? Like, to not know that they are better than that. Well, and, like, where... Because is it a self-esteem thing? Is it, like, self-love? It may be deeply rooted issues, like, daddy issues. I mean, you And, never I mean, know. I feel like all of that ties into self-love. Like, that's what I'm saying. I feel like your self-love and your self-esteem grow. Because as a child, you constantly... I'm not saying get boosted... But, like, your parents and your family are supposed to shape you into believing that you are this precious being, which you are. But, like, they are supposed to reinforce that. And then at some point, you are supposed to take that on and have that background for yourself to know I am X, Y, Z, 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 and I deserve X, Y, Z. Like, Mm -hmm. But some people don't have that. And, I mean, it's sad to say that that would affect them in that way. But, I mean, maybe this is their growing phases that they go through. But I'm saying, like, what does it take to help you, like, like realize it even if it's not reinforcing to you as a kid because there are some people who get that reinforcement as a kid and they know that you know they've been told that they're this and that they're that and they're on you know here but they still have issues within themselves and see things about themselves that you know they might not necessarily like or whatever like insecurities within themselves but they still have this piece of them that's like but i know i deserve better than Mm -hmm. this like i feel like you can be able to grow some self-esteem you know like you can you can either amplify, you can amplify what you had before. So I feel like even if you didn't have nothing there, you could still have the opportunity to realize it about yourself. Like after they gotta want to, but after.
after a nigga cheat on you so many times or disrespect you so many times, like, why, how much does it take for something to click? Like, how much do you not care about yourself or the destruction of yourself, like, to allow, continue to allow this to happen? Like, it's almost like a you rather kill yourself or dim yourself than actually give yourself what you deserve. Like, why do you not want yourself to shine? Like, what is it about you? I don't know. They may be scared. Like, I don't know. It could be so many different things. I mean, you never really know what a person is going through and what kind of triggers that. But I feel like in order for them to get better self-esteem or to just think value of themselves and think that they're worthy enough, I think that they have to want that. So, I mean, I think it's just a place of growing. You just got to grow. Because, I mean, for me personally, I ain't going to say I've been in that particular type of situation, but just not being at the best with myself, like with self, just not being on one accord. And I think it's just, you have to learn. Like, it's just, I don't know, it's a learning experience. I mean, yeah, I feel that. Like, like for example, like this is just one of the ways. But like, I was told that this person that I used to work with, because I, I work at a prison or whatever, a male facility, a penitentiary, that one of my fellow female officers had sex with an inmate for $100, like in some stairs. And being that I work in a prison, you know what I'm saying, and I, and I know about the prison, and I know like the repercussions and consequences of actions and just, different things I just don't know what allowed this girl to feel like losing all of this stuff or having these side effects or these kind of things like I'm not worth you know like I'm not better than that or I don't know how I'm trying to say it, but like some of the consequences you can get from having sex with inmates you can get fired so you lose your livelihood and your money to pay your bills you get a felon, felony charge because they cannot consent to sexual intercourse. So it's basically damn near on the same level of like having sex with a minor. Like it's somebody that cannot consent. So you get a felony charge. You have to become a registered sex offender at that point. So that affects where you can live, where you can go to work, all this stuff. And then knowing niggas in prison, like there is a lot of disease in prison. So you are risking your body for this shit because there are no condoms in prison they don't pass out condoms so you like what is going on in yourself that you are okay doing that to yourself for some dude that told you you was cute because there's not much a man in prison can do for you or risking your job trying to sneak stuff in for a guy or do something like allowing a man to get in your head enough to where you willing to risk your whole well-being for this nigga. Well, yeah, I can see where you're coming from with that. Like, why would you ever want to do that to yourself? And I'm saying, like, where does the self-love and self-esteem of your... Where does that come in? Like, what is... What is... What is the breaking point for a woman to where, okay, if this happened, you just... Your self-esteem just got to kick in right here. Like, it's it's got to kick in. I mean, I don't know. Like, if she don't know by now, like, she gonna find out, and she might just find out the hard way, and maybe that's what it's gonna be. I don't know what that hard way may be. Maybe a baby by then, or maybe her going to jail, like, but... And what's crazy is, like, but you find women who constantly get in repetitive patterns with that shit. Yeah. Like, even if she was to, say, have a baby with this nigga, and then, you know, get fired. And so she's suffering all them consequences, but it's like, she would still try to come to the nigga visitation. 
or it would be another nigga that come along that now, okay, I don't have this job, I'm down, this nigga want me to rob a bank for him. I'm going to go rob this bank and then do something else. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you fall in this pattern? Like, how many times, like, when does it kick in? Like, and like you said, like, the daddy issues type shit, shit like that. Like, I don't think parents realize how vital, Mm -hmm. like, boosting your child or just like making them feel like they are important like yeah. they have some type of value like to reassuring them. they worth like how important it is because when you don't do that like people go and do dumb shit like i can understand how like why my family didn't want me to work at the prison not because i am that type of person but because those are the type of people majority of, not everybody not all female officers but majority of female officers like those are the kind of women they go do that job because they doing it for the purpose of I want the attention I want to do this I want to do that like I they feel just, like they can't get it nowhere else so they got to go go to, here like, yeah and it's like it's there don't get me wrong it's there and not to say that they are just bad people like they just inhumane right. but it's just like sis the environment that it's in like it's just not right exactly. And I get, you know, people fall in love and shit or whatever. Like, sometimes it may be real actual love. But that's when you do shit the right way. You wait on this nigga to get out. You go through the proper channels you need to go through to avoid all of that other shit. But I was also, like, saying, like, just reassuring, like, because when I go to work, there are niggas. Yes, niggas gonna boost you. You gonna be Beyonce in that bitch. Like, mm-hmm. let a nigga tell it. But I have a certain setup of myself that I just know that, one, a nigga can't tell me nothing that I don't tell myself. Like, you telling me I'm cute really don't mean shit because, bitch, I tell myself I'm cute every motherfucking day, bitch, when I first wake up. <laughs> like, there is nothing you can tell me about me that yeah, I don't is, already know. Yeah, and that's strong enough to make me be like, fuck everything back here my whole life. I'll fuck all that up because this nigga said XYZ. Like, there's nothing. And... I feel like that's why I'm cool working at the prison. It don't bother me. I can laugh at I laugh at them niggas. Like, but like, what is missing in you that a nigga all he gotta say is miss such and such? You wearing them pants right now type shit to where you like, oh well, I'll take them off for you. Like, where does what happens? That like, escalated really fast. Like, but that's what it is, man. Like, that's what it is. And I just want to know, like, what ha- what's happening? What's happening? What's going on? Nigga, what's going on? Like... I gotta... I just think... I just... I just think that we... And that that's probably gonna tie into what you about to talk about, too. But I just think it is so important that we stop tearing people down and just really boost people. Because right. some people are self-love and self-esteem deficient. Like, help them raise that so that they don't get in predicaments where... They just did some bad shit because they didn't love themselves enough not to do the shit. Right. Like, I think that is so important. Like, when I be seeing memes of people, like, it was, I just saw a meme the other day of a girl with a big ass forehead. And, like, everybody was saying shit like she ahead of the game. Like, coming up with little jokes and shit. But y'all don't know how that girl forehead. Right. Like, how she really feel about that shit. And then y'all just reinforcing it. And it's just, like, breaking her down even more to where if a nigga come down the street and tell her... Girl, I love your fucking forehead. Like, she might be ready to risk it all for this nigga. Like, 
bitch so bad I can risk it all. Like, I just feel like it really go back to that saying they say as a kid. Like, if you can't say nothing nice, don't, don't say, say shit at, at all. all. Like, if you're not going to boost this person and speak this person up, like, don't say shit. Especially when it's, like, about a physical something that somebody And I can change. understand, like, if it's a joke between you and, like, your homegirl and y'all play around like that. But to do yeah. it on the internet where it's just, like, being shared over and over and over again and just everybody's got something to say, like, that is so mean and hurtful. Like, imagine how that girl feel. Like, that's, it's just, it's crazy. But when I found out that that officer fucked for $100, and I was like, and you only think that you're worth a hundred dollars i'm talking i need to see i need to see them things it's like, like my check ain't even a hundred motherfucking dollars like what the fuck is you talking about multiple multiple times more than that but i'm just saying even just alpha not even at my job type shit no man free or unfree can come at me with a hundred dollars and think i'm about to bust anything open a hundred dollars a hundred dollars I'm damn near like the IRS, baby. I want them things. I need a truck. I need one of them armored trucks. I'm like, nigga, I want them things. Even if I was to sell it, I love myself too much to even put a price on it, baby, because it's priceless. Like, what the fuck? And you risking it all for a fucking C-note. A C-note. When you go to Walmart and spend that shit in 15 minutes on groceries. This is facts, but we still need to uplift them. You matter, girl, but you just got to get it together. You got to know you matter because clearly you don't. Like, but the, I just have to say is everybody needs to love everybody. Boost each other. Like, help each other build that esteem so that we don't do stupid shit. Because whenever people do stupid shit like that, it's because you don't love yourself. Mm-hmm. And that just tie into what I want to talk about because I just really feel like that, you know, it's a lot of... A lot of the times, like you say, I see a lot of negativity on social media. And that's the thing that I hate the most about it. Because it's just, like, always something that's negative going on. And, I mean, yeah, some of it is, like, funny or whatever we use for entertainment. But then at some point, it's just like, okay, when do we have to take a step back and realize that some of these people have feelings. And it's okay to, like, uplift them and not be negative all the time. Like, it's okay to not make a joke out of everything. It's okay to not have like what you were saying about the self-esteem thing like even with girls with low self-esteem it's okay to uplift your counterpart like your female like it's okay to do that like i don't understand what the big deal is about just sending love and just being positive i really don't i mean i guess self-esteem is one of the main issues but it's just like how do you expect for anything to get better like you just being bitter come on now yeah and like Really, that internet shit, I'm going to tell y'all a quick little story. Because that internet shit hit home to me, like, making fun of people on the internet and just doing shit. And people not even knowing. Like, my freshman year of college, bro. Was that my freshman year or my sophomore year? It was one of my freshman or sophomore year of college, bro. It was my freshman because I wasn't really doing my hair at that point. Like, I was newly natural, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just wore the headband, just like the fro, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I went to class one day. And I had just rolled out the bed and went to class or whatever. And I had on, like, some shorts, a T-shirt, and my hair was just, you know, froed out or whatever. But I didn't have it picked out right. But I'm in class minding my own fucking business, bro. Like, learning. Swear to God. I don't even talk to people in this class, like, because I'm just minding my business. I get on Twitter and I see me. Like, a picture of me. 
that somebody done took of me in class talking about how like my hair was dry and it wasn't picked out and like these two girls in class like is having a full-blown conversation like roasting me on the internet and I don't even know and I ain't even did nothing to you now at the time y'all ain't gonna lie like I was embarrassed as fuck like my feelings was hurt like I felt some type of way now I can laugh at the shit I really can because that's where that self-esteem and like self-love come in type shit but if they would have caught me at a time where I was just like a a like a sad bitch, you know what I'm saying? Like I just was not in tune with my star player. Like that could have been horrible. Like that could have been something that really broke somebody's spirit. Like type right, but shit. that's just a reflection of you. Like, like it's just when people do like that's a reflection of them. Like they obviously got some deeply rooted issues to where they feel like they gotta tear somebody else down. It you was don't just, even know me. It was crazy. I just remember going to the cab and like telling Siobhan and Tiana like. I, it wasn't Tiana, it was Siobhan and Tierra. I think, like, y'all, somebody just, like, made a meme of me, basically, on the internet. Like, what the fuck? And, like, this was years ago. But, like, just shit like that, like, y'all don't know how these people be feeling when they see that shit or see y'all talking about them or doing some shit. Like, and what's crazy is me and these girls didn't even follow each other on Twitter. It just so happened that a dude I follow retweeted what the fuck they said. Like, and I seen it on my timeline. So that means more people seem like it was crazy. And then people retweeting it like, ain't nobody going to tell them that that's not okay. And he was actually telling them that, hey, y'all need to chill out type shit. But once he retweets though, it still takes oh, what they okay. said and bring it over. But like, it was just like, wow. And here I am just like trying to come to class and mind my business and do my work. And then this happened. So what was the rest of that experience like for the remainder of the semester? I just didn't talk to him. Like, I just didn't talk to him. I didn't, like, confront the girls in class. I think I might have, like, tweeted something where I was just, like, people dumb as fuck or some shit like that. And then they end up seeing it because I seen, like, one of them had said something on, like, Twitter or whatever. Like, uh, you know, everybody used to sub each other, subtweet. So they we was, like, kind of subtweeting back and forth. But nothing, I didn't ever really say that to them. And, like, when I see them now, because what happened... What ended up happening is I ended up being around the girls more, like, as time went on. Or not more, but the circle of friends they was cool with, I ended up getting cool with a lot of people in that circle. And so it would be like, I'm cool with the people, but I don't fuck with them bitches. So they might come over their friend house or something, and I'm there, or might be at, a, at an event, like, for their friend. But I'm cool with their friend, too, and their friend invited me, so they there. Like, that kind of thing. But we never, like, I've never spoken to any of them. Like, never spoke. I bet not ever find out who they is. I know exactly who the girls is. And one of them, I went mad because she ended up having a kid. Never mind. Because actually her baby daddy, I am cool with him. So never mind. I'm not going to say that. But fuck her. And I'll tell you off why I was laughing at her ass. And then the other one, she just, I don't know. She's just little and annoying looking anyway. So I ain't fucking about her. But I'm going to tell you off off uh, off tape about the other girl. But yeah, so I'm feeling you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go off on my little tangent. But I just wanted to say that, that shit, you was talking about the internet shit. That's real shit. I mean, yeah, girl. I mean, that like that situation to me, like I said, it just makes me feel like that's just a reflection of them. Like they obviously got some deeply rooted issues. And if that one girl situation is as bad as what it seemed like it's finna be, mm, girl. You obviously ain't had your shit together from the beginning to be talking about nobody else. But, I mean, that just, like, you just, 
it's you got to get to that pace that place to where you can just be able to grow and not feel like you have to tear somebody else down to make yourself feel any right i just i'm praying for y'all but if you anybody out there that is going through that like you matter because you don't deserve to be treated like that and for anybody out there just doing the shit you matter but sis you need to go get some help but anyways i'm off on my little tangent well now you on your preach preach girl i was done i said what i had to say <laughs> that was i said what i said but yeah like it's just important to uplift people and empower people and love yourself Really, our preachers just kind of blended the fuck together. Like, all of that go hand to hand. Like, if you love yourself, you will empower the next bitch to love herself, and she will go on to do the same thing. But when you don't love yourself and you tear this bitch down, she's going to go and tear the next bitch down, and it's just not going to be productive. Like It's a cycle. Break the cycle. Or turn the cycle around. Send down a cycle of loving each other. Loving, loving yourself. So, we have preached... A good word and we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up with yes, the Lord. um what's poppins but before we do that i just want y'all if y'all have y'all phone in y'all hand or some google shaka khan network <laughs> did you do it yes, i've been saying that's why i've been over here dang they're kind of <laughs> laughing because i just did it but i'm gonna tell you right now they better not be how can they disrespect shaka khan in the way that just made me mad Oh, shit, and before we get to what's popping, we did not talk about the last thing, bro. What? The last thing that I had wanted to talk about in Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Go ahead. And I feel bad for forgetting it. But, y'all, I meant to talk about this last week, too. Michelle and Barack Obama signed a contract with Netflix. <laughs> yes! Was it for, like, $8 million to, like, produce shows and content and stuff for Netflix? Either way it go, the Obamas is coming to TV, y'all. Like, they finna be bringing I'm shows so and all kind of stuff. I know I am, too. Like, I love my first family. And that is still my president, first lady. Please. Trump who? But, like... What? For real. And y- Did you know Melania left the White House? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so... We don't have to talk about that after. They, girl. Girl. But they are coming to Netflix and bringing us content, y'all. And I'm just really excited to see... Like, and if you haven't went on Netflix and watched Southside with you, like, that movie is so beautiful. Have you seen it? I have seen it, yeah. And I just love their love. I didn't like the way it ended, though. It was just their first date. Like, I mean, just, I just, I wanted it to go further. Well, it was just chronicling they up to their little first little date and stuff. Mm. And, but it was beautiful. Like, I love them as a couple. Like, they are inspiration, inspo, because I'm not going to be saying goals anymore. I'm saying inspo. They are inspo, like, for real. And I'm just so interested to see what they bring to Netflix. Like, what kind of shows? Like, it's going to be, like, scripted series? Is it going to be, like, a reality show? Like, I don't gonna think be, it's going to be a reality show. Not a reality show in, like, the love and hip-hop sense, but there are reality shows, like, mm-hmm. that are... Or I know what you they mean, don't call them reality shows. It. Docu-series. They just kind of follow... Follow them would, around? It would be nice that to would be know nice to see what the day, president does right. after being the president. You know what I'm saying? A day in the life of... And just, what Michelle does after being the first lady and continuing on her foundation. And even and the girls. Yeah. Like, I think it could be a cute little... I really think it could be a cute little show. 
Like, I don't want to see them arguing, though. Like, I don't want to see the family drama. No. But just, like, legit, you know, this is what we Living, do Like, now. best life. Yeah, like, a little... It could even be, like, a quick little... Just a special. Like, a seven-episode special where they go on vacation mm-hmm. or something. And it's just, like, the Obamas take on Paris. <gasps> what if they did that, like, went to different cities, like, the Obamas take on China or, like... That would, little, be so, that would be so cute. Like, them and the girls... And the girls can't have a little bit of attitude. Like, I think Sasha would have the most. Like, yeah. Sasha can have a little bit of attitude, but, mm. like... I think Malia can have a little bit of attitude. Yeah, too. but Malia would have, like, a BF. I'm gonna have a BF. Yeah, but Sasha She'll, is more like... She would have attitude. That's part of being offset. Yeah, like, this is so dumb type <laughs> stuff. But I think it would be so cute. Like, that would be our resurgence of the Cosby's. And it would be yes. so cute if they could do like a modern day Cosby, even though I think Blackish is kind of like a modern day yeah, Cosby. Yeah, I like Blackish though. Well, I haven't watched it in a minute. Like, I didn't know they had another baby. Yes. I didn't know that. And I didn't know Rainbow and him had broke up or was yes. on the rocks. And Zoe is off at college and got her own. I mean, she And you know, I haven't watched the episode of you Grownish haven't either. Grownish. I couldn't find it for free on the internet. You know, I don't do cable. It's on Hulu. I don't have Hulu. Oh. Well, I got, I got Patricia's login, so. Whenever I get a, a Roku remote and I can watch it, but yeah, like I'm excited to see what they bring. So yeah, I just want to throw that out there before we do our wish poppins. And uh, Kendi, go ahead and do your wish poppin'. I'm gonna do a wish poppin' too because y'all, I'm finna start training on Monday. Like I'm doing boot camp and stuff. So you know, my stomach is gonna be on flat and my ass is gonna be on fat with a pH uh, for the summer. And I just want to shout out my trainer. Her name is Natasha Marie. Let me stop being ghetto. But, yeah, her name is Natasha Marie. Um, I found her on Facebook, actually, through one of my coworkers. But she has some really great deals, and I think y'all should definitely go check her page out. Um, I don't know if she has an Instagram, but just look up Natasha Marie on Facebook, and you'll find her. She has some fruit on her profile picture. But, anyways. Okay. And, will y'all check her out, and especially, I need to check her out, because I'm trying to get right for the summer. Yes, Jamaica. But, um... I, my wish popping. I want to give a shout out to the House of Art in North Little Rock. Um, I really, I only been once, but the time I went, I really enjoyed myself. It's like an open mic night, basically, where it's anything from like music to comedy to poetry to instrumentation, um, all that. But it's just like a cool scene for like the young black artsy or not even artsy but just you know creative crowd i would say i like that better than artsy like creative crowds just go and meet with people they host like little different events like they had adult game night one night they host like book club meetings they have um they had the uh art without limits like the sex art show uh deal like they have all kind of stuff but they uh every night friday every friday regularly at eight o'clock they have open mic. It's the poetry thing. Yeah. I want to go. There's poetry. Like I said, it's like poetry, comedy, anything you want to do, basically. But it's that's every Friday at 8. Every Friday. And then sometimes they have other events throughout the week at the building. And you also, I believe you also can rent the space, too. Like, if you want to have anything mm-hmm. at the space, you can rent it out. But, um, yeah, shout out to them. They are located in downtown North Little Rock, Arkansas. So if you ever are just visiting Arkansas and you're looking for something cool to do, um, you know, attraction, or if you live in Arkansas and you talk about how you ain't got shit to do and there's shit to do all around you, check out the House of Art North Little Rock, Arkansas, downtown, Fridays at 8 o'clock and get your life. Because it really is some talented ass people there. Like, for real. When I went, I was thoroughly, 
literally in place. Yes, honey. So, yeah, guys, we are, like I said, we are back. Sorry we were a day late or two days late and a dollar short, but I will get this up to you guys. Also, um, I hope I can get it on here right. But as y'all heard, we have, like, a new intro, outro vibe, so let me know how you feel about it. Shout out to Docs Anatomy for producing that for me. Y'all go check yeah, it out, out on SoundCloud, D-O-X-A-N-A-T-O-M-Y. I almost forgot to smell, spell anatomy. But yeah, y'all, we are out of here. Bye. Bye.